0: Okay, yes. Hi, hello everybody. Welcome. This is Food Addict. My name is Anthony Quinn. Yes, and I have my friend Dave Hodge on the line. How you doing, Dave?
1: I am actually full right now. Why? I actually stopped eating just to you know have this conversation right now.
0: Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, I've had Dave on my other podcast and he was busting my balls that I didn't have him on this podcast. So makes here sense. we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From one chubby boy to another chubby boy
0: <laughs> He bullied his way onto my podcast People, okay <laughs> uh,
1: it, It's hard to tell a chubby boy That you're doing a podcast about food And not have me on That's just torture
0: <laughs> You were like, I got this one, dude Out of all the podcasts This one I got
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's my freshman hazing with you I get it There we go, there we go
0: But um, honestly, man, I mean, dude I'm trying to just live a good life. You know, I have my younger baby. Yeah, you do. You've heard about the baby, right? I've heard that. <laughs>
1: You're Anthony Quinn, I understand.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, Dude, it, it's not always easy being Anthony Quinn, just so you know. <laughs>
1: no, 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 because everybody confused you with the other sexy one.
0: <laughs> so, I don't You're know. You're the
1: one that's alive, though. We know that.
0: And, you know, that's the thing, dude, is like... um. These things happen, Uh, I I realize certain things are triggers for me, and I'm really trying to just live a more peaceful life, dude, because I realize everything's better. Even the comedy, believe it or not. (laughs) I believe it, trust me. Whoa, whoa, you're believing that a little too quick, Dave. (laughs) Hey, listen,
1: you got me, you know, I mean, I knew we were going to be talking about this today, and... We, we, we both have Italian descent, you know, food is love,
0: right? You're supposed to say, no, Anthony, how could your comedy ever get any better?
1: Well, it's not going to get worse.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, there we, see, there's the Dave I know and uh, love. You know I'm only serious. There he is, there he is, there he is. I knew that little troll Dave was in there somewhere. All right, so, I don't know. You know, dude, life's too short, man. You got to try to enjoy it. Um, exactly. And I don't know if you noticed this, but nobody's getting any younger around here, brother.
1: Uh, you're only as young as the women you feel.
0: <laughs> Speak for yourself, dude. I'm I'm done. Well,
1: right now, my girlfriend's going to be 50, so I don't know.
0: Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Son,
1: it goes many directions is what I'm trying to tell you.
0: Well, you're dropping your girl's age on my podcast. I didn't drop
1: her name, so there we go.
0: I was gonna say Dave's girl. One or
1: the other, not both.
0: (laughs) Dave's girl. I just I'm telling you right now, I had nothing to do with this. (laughs) This is all Dave, okay? Fair. (laughs) Oh man. So and that's it at the end of the day, Dave. No one really cares. The world moves on, dude. Exactly. Right? I mean, if I have a stroke and I get put into a fucking nursing home, I'll just be Anthony Quinn in a nursing home, you know? Exactly. (laughs) And only Dave Hodge is the only one that'll sneak me in pizza.
1: (laughs) Well, definitely. I'll definitely sneak you some food. Bad habit I have.
0: Be like, Quinn keeps calling me, man. I can't do it every day, dude. (laughs) Uh
1: I'll bring in, you know... (laughs) A, a pepperoni <laughs> with a file in it, so you can try and get out of your room at night.
0: <laughs> That's your like your part-time job is gonna be sneaking me, sneaking me pizza and sneaking me food in.
1: Listen, so, I was with Paul. We tried to sneak somebody out of a nut house once. <laughs> Whole other story though. <laughs>
0: you
1: know, yeah, comedians sometimes we have to stick together.
0: Well, you know, um, yeah, dude. I mean, but really, honestly, you have to be willing to do the work. Because, I mean, people can help you if you're in dire straits, but you can't be in fucking dire straits all the time. You know, I mean, I don't, uh, this podcast is more about me trying to talk about my problems, so I don't have to, you know, have a breakdown. And, you know, and I don't, I'm not somebody who has a lot of breakdowns. You know, I'm somebody who just lives miserable, you know? Like, I put up with it, and I don't break down. And I think it's the Irish in me. (laughs) That'll (laughs) do it. I'll just be miserable. And I don't want to be miserable anymore, dude.
1: You don't drink as much. That's why. (laughs) You can't deal with the misery if you're not drunk like the rest of the Irish.
0: Honestly, it's going to be, I think, like 10 years now that I haven't had a drink.
1: See what I mean? I'm saying, you you know.
0: And, dude, I mean, but it's... It's just... If it's not that, it's something else, dude. I mean, you know, life... I'm real, I've learned, this pandemic has taught me a lot, but really coming back to comedy, you know, a few years ago when I came back and now I'm kind of like in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. And it's taught me a lot, dude, because when you have to get on stage, Dave, and you know you're going to be on stage at least four or five times a week, whether it's a mic or not, you got to be sharp. For mics, sometimes you have to be more sharp because it's all a bunch of jaded douches.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, especially when it's that, you know, most people aren't paying attention to those, so you gotta not just be on your game, but you have to be on your, hey, I don't care what you guys are doing, I'm doing, I'm trying to see how this sounds to me.
0: Well, you have to be emotionally sharp, and that's what it is. Exactly. It's not, I mean, when you start to get to be our age, Dave, like we've experienced a lot, we're not some young whippersnapper that people believe in, okay?
1: Exactly. <laughs> no matter how young and sexy we both look.
0: <laughs> so, we have to stay sharp emotionally too because you know life man is like that like you know it'll test you people will test you my friend used to have um my friend who who is is uh, abstained from drinking many many years put something on his fridge and it said you will be tested today you will be tested and that's it man you know and and honestly dave i just don't want to be miserable anymore dude i don't want to call people on their bullshit dave because they love it.
1: Uh, you might have a point. See, I'm the opposite. I like calling people on their bullshit. It makes me feel better and gets me out of my funk.
0: You, It's just, you know, Dave, this is the thing, dude. When you're trying to keep it real in a sea of bullshit and nothing really is real. What are you trying to keep? You know, I'm just saying like, you know, these days with information and... And experiences. It's like everyone's got a virtual everything now. Oh, yeah. You know? So, I just, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, one of my thing is, is it worth it? You know, is it worth it? Does it even matter? Because as soon as you call them on their bullshit, Dave, I'm telling you this. I know this for a fact, brother. They go right back to it. Oh, yeah. They go right back to it. Once Dave Hodge and Paul leave, they're right back to their bullshit. (laughs) Touche rabbit So I don't know man I mean It's um So That's what I'm trying to do Talk about my food Paul thought this was a Food review show That fucking
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah sir, I, had the, I got the sleeve put in, but I gained it all back.
0: <laughs> I told him he was looking a little chubsy, wubsy the other night. I yeah, you not know, all
1: that quarantine eating.
0: <laughs> I was like, dude, you go in pretty heavy on the fat jokes. You better start fucking working out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, be, does. He, do, he does. He uh, does. You know, three spoon curls. <laughs> don't be stretching out that sleeve, baby. Holy <laughs> shit! Fuck. Um, I don't know. So.
1: But you know what I like about him? We'll go somewhere. We'll either be doing a mic or a show somewhere. And because he has the sleeve and he doesn't eat a lot, he has, like, a big appetite in his head still. So, But he only can have, like, one or two things that, you know, like, we'll get, like, wings and he'll only be able to have, like, one or two of the wings. And then, you know, he'll get a whole bunch of other stuff. So, like, I get to eat the rest of it. I swear to God, you guys are like...
0: You know, you guys, I've, I've called Andrew, Andrew Rich, I've called him my comedy spouse, and I think that's what you, Paul's your fucking comedy spouse, dude, you know? Oh, yeah,
1: his wife thinks more than that, but yeah.
0: His wife probably wishes. His, wife, his, his wife, wife
1: thinks he's my bottom.
0: His wife wishes more than that. Well, <laughs> oh, that's true, too. Oh, man. No, but you know, dude, it's like, you know, and that's another thing, like, people are married... I was talking to a comic the other day who was like I'm 50 whatever and I my, there's no romance in my wife but I don't want to give up my house and all this stuff and and I it doesn't matter because I don't have anybody to leave it to anyway and I'm just like wow. You know so yeah. I mean I don't know life is just if you're not fat then you know then you got a wife that's you know unhappy with you. <laughs> <laughs> or, if you don't if have that, dead. then you, you know, then you have, I you know, everyone's got their shit is what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I, I, you know, but this is what's up, dude. Like, okay, so let's talk about this. Today, I have this thing with my ex, okay? Um, whenever, and are you, have you been married before?
1: Uh, Sort of. I'll, I'll talk about that off air, though.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Okay.
1: No, no, not to be sorry about it. You know. Okay. It's a much better off-air story.
0: Okay. All right. But I'm saying so. So I had. You know, I was married, and when, this, I don't really like to dump my problems. I just like to talk about them because when you have behaviors and you keep doing the same thing over again, that's when you're just like, dude, I'm treading water here. You know, um, my kids, I'm very sensitive about my kid. My son, my, my he's a teenager now. He's 14. And he's just changed. He's like a different entity now.
1: You oh, know, he, yeah, they do.
0: He's a good boy, but he's just not my sweet boy. You know? My sweet boy's gone. And this other entity is there. <laughs> who still has flashes of my sweet boy. Um, And, you know, all kidding aside, he is a good boy. But he's just, you know, it and it... it It made me, it makes me, when something, when something is going on with my kids that's unfavorable to me, it makes me lash out at my ex. And when I say lash out, I'm not saying swear words. I'm saying like sending her 30 texts like. What the hell's going on? No, and saying like, you ruined my life. You took my (laughs) money. Your family did this. I swear to God, dude, I want her family to apologize to me. I do. I want letters, dude.
1: You see, well, I, my situation is not as similar, except for the point that my eighteen-year-old son, you know, ha- has had his change. But you know, he's he's coming into his own little world, and that, that's part of that growing process. Like yeah. I, I, I've had custody of my son since he's just under a year old, so okay. the whole worrying about what she did to him, I, you know, anything that's fucked up is on me.
0: So <laughs> well, no, no, or, It's
1: not, nature, dude, it's
0: not that. She took great care of him. And my boy is good. He's going to be fine. He's Anthony Quinn's son. His name is Anthony Quinn. <laughs> oh, so now there's at least two of you still. All right. <laughs> so he's a good boy, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't always have to make sense, Dave. You know? No, know, like it I have PTSD from this whole situation. These people shit on me, dude. I mean, they were really terrible to me, Dave. They Did were... you bring him to a show? They were no, they they were really <laughs> bad on me. Man. I did comedy for a few couple years, and then I got married, and I didn't do comedy. And then I came back a few years ago, but I mean, like you know, in that time when I was married to this woman, I was all in, dude. I built her a house in the middle of nowhere, and she just at the second my money ran out, you know, it was just I she was done with, it. and it wasn't about the money. It was more coincidental. She's not a you know she's not a gold digger, but she's just. It was just, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. And I don't even know if it's worth it. She knows she made a mistake, Dave. She knows, but she's not a talker. You know what I'm
1: saying? Well, you know what it is? You're a sweet boy. so That's why she knows she screwed up.
0: Um, you know, I'm, I am kind of an asshole sometimes. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying you're not. We all are. But overall, in general.
0: Well, it takes two to tango, okay? I Exactly. Was, I was a, I, you know, I know my part and I try to understand my part. But this is the problem, Dave, is that the, the memories, memories aren't necessarily reliable. Good ones, bad ones, medium ones, they don't, you don't necessarily get everything. You know, because you ever like remember something and then you remember it again and you remember more? Yeah. And then you remember it again and you remember more? So, my thing is, I'm tired of remembering this shit, Dave. <laughs> I don't want to remember anymore. But, you it's know. It's like I- you
1: said, though, life is short. So, you have to make the new memories and make them <laughs> be better ones.
0: That you can't you have no you don't have time to think about the bad ones. Dude, I got plenty of good one, new memories. I got my baby I was just hanging with. That's babies. what I'm saying.
1: You got a baby. Come on. I
0: was just and I'm that's what I'm talking about, Dave. And
1: it, you meditate and you medicate and you got everything going.
0: It doesn't fuck. I don't meditate that much. I should meditate more. That's the thing, dude, is I've done this my whole life. Things will be working and then I shut down sometimes. So I'm just trying to to not I do what I'm what Anthony Quinn is the best at, Dave is self-sabotage you know and I'm really trying not to do that big guy because I, I want to have fun man you see and how much fun, fun we have when, every, when everybody's hanging out and we all do comedy that's fucking fun man yeah that's a gift dude
1: so I love those times yay. I miss the real
0: times Yeah. And I mean, there's just sky's the limit now. The way everything's going to come back, who knows, you know? And, um, I mean, I have a lot to be thankful for. I know, dude, but I just have a lot of fear. You know, I still have a lot of fear and I'm trying to work through it. Hey,
1: listen, you always have Andrew. You have Carl. You got me. You got Paul, no matter how much of a pain in the ass he's been, you know, he got your back.
0: I I appreciate that, Dave. I really do. I really do. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, man, where I I have PTSD, I have ADHD, I have Tourette's. Those are not excuses. But when I'm, when things are not working and I'm not thinking clearly, I have to realize that I have those things. You know, I have to take that into account. Because sometimes, like, I'll be, my head will be going crazy. And I'm like, what's going on? And it's the Tourette's. If a fire hydrant, if a, if a uh, fire hydrant, if a fire alarm goes down, off down the street, my brain, you know, I'm like, you know, if some, this one, this, this one person in back here, there's like a, um, I don't know if it's a drug house or what. I hope they have good shit. That's all I have to say. Fair. Sure. <laughs> but, but they, once in a while, I don't know if like, one of them roll over, from their dope snooze. <laughs> and they uh, hit my they, favorite. They hit their keys or something. And their car goes off. And one time it stayed on for twenty minutes. And I'm sitting here with my Tourette's. I actually went out of the house and about the time I got there it stopped and I screamed something. I don't even remember what I'm not s-
1: supposed to use that word.
0: <laughs> the I, R word is bad. Dude, I don't even remember <laughs> I, I don't even remember what I screamed. I don't, honestly, I don't even remember it. I got back in, and my girl was mad at me! This is a perfect example of what I do. Something happens, I'm in pain, a lot of pain, I go react to it, and then everybody's mad at me for how I reacted. So, you know, what I should, I guess what I should do is get like an ice, an ice rag, and go in my room and heat my head put some ice on my head and hope that it stops you know i mean does that help yeah i mean that's that could be that could be a solution but there in, you go. instead i i got mad and i went out and i screamed at the drug house <laughs>
1: i do that when i get migraines so you know i'm with you <laughs>
0: You want to come over and scream at the drug house? <laughs> I'll do.
1: I, I don't. I haven't gotten to do that in a long time.
0: But yes, Dave. Hey, you got migraines? Come over with us. We're gonna be screaming at the drug house. Um, I meant
1: the ice pack on the head, but yeah, you know, I'm with you.
0: They do something with the lights. I don't know. They flash the lights or some kind of code with the lights because my son noticed it too. And um, some paranoid comedian I had over here one night was like, "I think they're, uh, I think they're, they're, they're signaling with the lights and." And he's right. They do something like they blink, like, okay.
1: It's One good. if by land, two if by sea. We've been doing that for centuries. This is America.
0: <laughs> it's good to come now. Come get your <laughs> shit. Come get your shit, blink, blink. And I, don't, I see that blank, dude, and I'm just wondering. Is it good? I just, I don't want anybody with bad drugs on my block.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's even worse. Like, if you're going to be a drug dealer, at least have the good shit. Don't don't sell that crap
0: in my neighborhood. Yeah, I hope, yeah, I hope it's not meth or something. I won't stand for a meth dealer, dude. I mean, if he's got some nice white shiny crack, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Meth, I'm not dealing with it. We're not blowing up the neighborhood.
0: Don't give me no yellow crack, pal. No, I got a kid here. What are you doing over there? Come on. (laughs) Take your yellow crack and get the hell off my block. (laughs) It's supposed to be shiny white, pal. (laughs) So, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, and that's another thing. I I want my
1: china white and my black tar, and I'll be happy. That's fucking racial harmony right there.
0: And that's another thing. Like, we built this house in the middle of nowhere, right? And it was, like, um, down in this hole. It was, like, down in a, a really bad driveway. It had a really bad driveway, but it was beautiful. It was like this beautiful house that we we, we designed ourselves. The guy really charged me a lot for the plans, which I could have just got plans on the internet for free. Anyway, you know all those things that happen when you build a house. Right. And So, um... What the hell was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> they screwed you up. And you're mad as hell. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, you, you, um, I forget what I was going to say about the house, but it's, um, you know, we, we just, we, we try to move on, you know, well, the bubble burst, we, the house wound up being worth nothing. Then we split up and we sold it in a short sale, you know, but, um, so I don't know. And, and I forget what I was going to say about it, but, um, you know, it's like just trying to, Oh, Oh, so this is what I was going to say. All right. So I had the house. It was Up in this area where you don't even own the property, dude. You rent it from Mother Nature. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you literally rent it from Mother Nature. Anything can happen, dude. There could be a hurricane. We would lose power all the time because it was kind of up in the mountains, you know? About probably an hour, an hour from here. Okay. So, from where I live. So, realistically, Dave, I don't even want to still be living up there, dude.
1: No, I don't blame you.
0: I can't do comedy with Dave Hodge if I live an hour from here. You know? You
1: can barely do it from there. <laughs> That's
0: You're what I'm saying. I could, Right now, I'm stretching out our relationship. <laughs> right now, I might have to move closer to Dave Hodge. What I'm saying is is that... No
1: more escaping the Bear Mountain. you got to come south.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so. All right. So, this is what I was thinking. I was listening to this old episode that I did. And it was a solo episode, and what I said was, "So, if say everybody in her family wrote me an apology note, right? Do you right. think that would be enough? You would hope. Do you really think that would be enough?
1: For I, you or a normal person? For,
0: <laughs> for me?
1: For, for you? It depends on your mood."
0: That well the thing is it wouldn't dude. It would probably piss me off more. You know? Why? I'd probably be like, "Oh, it took you it took you 15 years to write me a note or it could be better or Look
1: for- at the grammar here. <laughs> Look at the grammar.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to miss a comma? Were well, you in a hurry to write this bitch? <laughs> You didn't put the the, the the apostrophe in your Yeah.
1: I'm reading this. I don't feel the love.
0: I don't feel the love. This is you're just sending me what is this on your computer? Did you download this letter?
1: I was just about to say that you beat me to it. You do- Who wrote this for you? Yeah. Don't these give aren't me, even words you would use.
0: Don't give me your Russian bot letter, buddy. Yeah. Um Uncle
1: Rico, we know you didn't write this. Your education <laughs> level is not this good.
0: So that's what I'm saying is it just wouldn't be enough. It wouldn't be enough, dude. If I got my house back, I'd be there for 10 minutes and I'd want to come back here. You know, so I'm just saying... And you can't sell it again. I'm not a a crazy person, dude. Well... If if I was... No, if I was truly crazy, I wouldn't know this stuff was... Something was wrong. You know? Like, I wouldn't know, but there's an... You're
1: crazy. You're not insane. There's a difference.
0: There's an expression that we use in 12-step programs, right? And it's called Feelings Aren't Facts. True. And, but, my expression that I just made is feelings aren't facts, but they hurt. Even more. But they hurt, dude. They do. They hurt, and that's what it is, is my feelings are hurt. When I'm going through this shit, it's my feelings from 15, fuck, or 10, whatever it was. I mean, this woman over and over again, knock down, drag out. And it was my best friend's sister. I knew her family. You know, and it was just like she made them choose. They were my friends, these people.
1: Are you still friends with them?
0: No. No. That's even worse. Fuck no. Fuck no, dude. I wouldn't, well, I'm not going to get negative.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you lost a friend over, so that makes it worse. The yeah. Point I was getting
0: yeah, my, yeah. My, my best friend. I mean, I'm. St- uh, he's the nicest guy in the world. I don't know how anybody could not be friends with this fucking guy. He's a great dude. But he just came into town. He doesn't call me. I'm a comedian, dude. I'm posting everywhere. <laughs> it's easy to get a not. hold of me. <laughs> you know? He's got no excuse, dude. He's on Facebook. He's on, I, sticking, I sticking
1: you out the window. You hear who you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? I mean... And I'll tell you, that was another day. My son, t- I said, did you hang with Uncle Mike? My son was like, yeah. I was like, how's Uncle Mike? He's like, cool, Uncle Mike's good. And I'm like, so this kid gets to hang with all the people, and I'm the bad guy? And it's yeah. just, you know, he goes, yeah, fuck you,
1: Dave. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, when, it, when it goes, that's usually how it happens. You know what I mean? And-
0: but you know what, Dave? Honestly, I never said anything. I took the high road, man. I took, to. the, I took the high road but then once they started getting older once they were like 12 13 because my other son's gonna be 13 this I started telling them certain stuff because you know they have to they have to they're getting older now you know my son's in four, 14 he's like around kids that are are doing drugs and stuff so I had you know you gotta you gotta give your kids information yeah you so, know so
1: but make we, sure it's not too much
0: well everybody wants to protect their kids from everything dude.
1: Right, but make sure that you're still taking the high road, because you don't want to ruin his world, because then if something goes even worse, God forbid, and he's talking to Uncle Mike, and he hears something about the, like, hey, that's not how I remember it, and next thing you know, you're a bigger bad guy. Dude,
0: these people, honestly, Dave, they're farmers that don't talk. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) To even get anything out of Uncle Mike... Uncle Mike's too busy smoking cigarettes and trying to forget about his life. <laughs> you know, like that's the thing. They're just—I didn't fit up there, Dave. You know, I grew up in Queens till I was like thirteen. I went exactly. up there. To, I went up there to go to high school, and I fell in with the burnouts. And I mean, it was cool. I had good times and stuff. Um, but when I got out of high school, you know, I just didn't fit Were in. Were they up
1: burnouts there. or bonfire kids?
0: They, they call this the burnouts. <laughs> we, yeah, we, 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 but back then, dude, I mean, we had keg parties all the time in the woods and stuff. I mean, all...
1: That's k- why I'm figuring bonfire
0: kids. Yeah, we had bonfires. We had, um, fires sometimes would attract neighbors or, or a cop. Ah, uh, there you go. So I, like, it, it, don't, a lot of times we would have fires at campouts that we had in like parks where we were way in the woods. But I'm just saying, like, there was all, all kinds of house parties. People's parents would go away. Somebody would... I mean, all kinds of parties all the time. That shit just doesn't really happen anymore because people will get Channel 7 Yeah. <laughs> the Hodge... We're here at the Hodge House, the site of the party. <laughs> oh, this, is all the, all the, this, this is where all <laughs> the...
1: start trying to sue parents now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is where all the illegal kid! all the underage kids were indulging in alcohol abuse. (laughs)
1: Oh, I thought you are accusing me of having more underage kids over here again.
0: (laughs) But, you know, people, you would have this back in the day, they would say, well, they're going to do it anyway. You know, they, they can do it here and stay safe. But I don't, you know, I don't agree with that. You know, I don't agree with that. I think you have to try to keep your kids on your side. You know, right. you can't just say, you know, drugs are bad, drugs are bad, drugs are bad. You got to talk to him about it and say, listen, you know, this is what's up. And, um, thank God I, you know, my son knows I was a drug counselor and stuff. So I know quite a bit about it, but even that you got to be careful because I can't give him too much.
1: You can't give a company line and toe the line. You have to be fair.
0: Yeah. And well, Yeah, I can't. That's the thing. You got to You got to stay cool stay cool to them. So I don't know. And that's the thing. Honestly, I don't want to be cool to him anymore. <laughs> I hate to say that, man. But it's like, he's just, you know, I don't even well, know.
1: You got to That's one of those lines you have to toe where you, you're trying to be the good guy and the good dad. Yeah. But you have to still be kind of a dick now because it's like, hey, you're, you're old enough where it counts. Yeah. You're I, not 10 anymore.
0: Yeah, but this kid, he's got his own mind. He wants to, he, well, I'm not going to get it. But anyway, like, you know, he just
1: uh, trust me. I understand. My, like I said, my son's eighteen. They they think they know better.
0: But it's it's just so different from when I was a kid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's, they're helpless, dude. You know, they're helpless compared to what I was doing when I was his age. I'm just saying.
1: No, like, trust me, I know.
0: You know, so I don't know. I I want to stay positive and stuff, but it's just when it's just like any like my, when I, when I'm trying to eat better. Oh, and this is what I realized. I realize this, Dave. Do you have you ever eaten anything? Oh, first of all, have you ever had a food hangover?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been in many food comas.
0: Okay, so were if you...
1: I didn't stop eating earlier t- before this phone call, I would be in one right now.
0: So have you have you ever woken up in the morning and felt effects from what you ate the night before? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. So do you identify as a food addict? Uh, not
1: anymore. There was a time I did, and I okay. I can't eat the way I used to. Thank God.
0: Okay. All right. So, okay. and that's it, dude. There's so many different levels of addiction. And, you know, 12-step stuff doesn't work for everybody. But a, no. lot, of, a lot of times when you're dealing with especially serious addictions that kill you quick, like opiates or something, you got to stick with the odds. And the yes. odds say that 12-step stuff is the best way to go. But you know when you're dealing with food, it's hard because you have you, need to, it. you have to eat every day. You have to uncork that bottle, baby. Yeah, you do. So, so tell me, so so when when you have what I realized recently, and I really realized this the other day, really realized. <laughs> We're saying really a lot on this show, Dave. That's all right. <laughs> it's really important to say really a lot. Um, it really matters now. So, do you do you think that when you eat sugar, like a lot of sugar, and you crash on sugar, do you think that makes you more like, like I'm not going to say more depressed, but do you think it makes you a bit somber sometimes?
1: Well, my personal thing is yes, and scientifically it kind of proves that. I'm yeah. Coming from a family that has, I'm uh, lucky for me, diabetes on both sides, so I'm I'm screwed eventually, unless I really watch myself. Yeah, which is part of the reason I had to stop because I started. First of all, w- once you hit that wall at a certain age, nothing is processing right anyway. So you have to watch what you're eating regardless. Mm. So you know, when you know, you know, I'm I'm a touch shorter than you, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, I started ballooning up. I'm like, this doesn't look right. This isn't good. This isn't healthy.
0: No, you
1: know, when you're trying to play with your kids and you're like, uh, yeah, I can't keep up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, this is it's a little embarrassing. So you, you have to try and do the right thing, not just for yourself and for the kids. Then you start looking in and you're realizing, yeah, that sugar crash. I'm like, yeah, it's fun when you give it to a kid because you want them to calm the hell down. However, when you do it for yourself and then you try and keep going again later on that night, not so good.
0: It, you know, it's just, I realized yesterday too, because what I was eating was, I wasn't just eating sugar, I was eating like cookies and bread, so it was like sugar on top of sugar, like exactly. sugar on top of unprocessed sugar, like just total carbs, and um you know, and I drink a bunch of coffee, and you know, so at night sometimes I turn into this like, this trolly texty guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> know. But only to people that I've really had children with. <laughs> you know, I've learned not to do it to other people because, um, you know, I, and then what happens, Dave, is that I text the stuff, and then the next day you wake up and you're not only hungover because of the food, but now you're guilty because of what you did. There. You know, so, um, and when I say like a troll, I'm saying very mild. I'm not a. Belliger- i am not I'm not a belligerent person. It's just like inappropriate behavior. You know, inappropriate <laughs> behavior doesn't mean that you got your dick out. You know, no. like like you. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs>
1: I'm not sure which time you're talking about, so I can't confirm <laughs> or deny.
0: But inappropriate behavior means it's just you know.
1: Yeah, it's no, just, it's just, you, you crossed a line.
0: Yeah, you know, um, so I don't know. And that, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be abstinent and trying to understand. So what's what's a trigger food for you, Dave? What What's a food, you said you, you try not to eat that much sweets, but what's a food that you can't turn down and that you break all the rules with?
1: Oh, that's a tough call anymore. Because I, it used to be almost any sugar or sweet any cookie cake candy like i was like oh yeah I have a piece of that and you know sometimes you'll, you'll walk into you know work and the ladies there have baked stuff the night before and you're, they're like hey would you want some of this i'm like of course you know and all of a sudden because I, I just wouldn't be able to help myself but, you know now yeah. i've I've gotten i thankfully have gotten to a point where i just walk in and try not to look so i can avoid looking at but, anything like that so you don't need so any I sugar sit there you don't even oh, no, need- I do I do oh, but it, okay. I, I it, it just takes a lot longer for me to break down because I'm not looking for it right away but the second I sit down you know I'm like I try to trick myself like today uh, I brought in chocolate rice cakes to work
0: <laughs>
1: which at least it's not actually a lot of sugar that, that's on them and it's not totally healthy I'm like yeah and I feel like I'm you know com- something compromising with myself I'm like okay this I can do it it still feels really sweet you know and I, and I can have it with my cup of tea yeah, and I don't put sugar in my tea, so I'm like, oh, and I do the herbal tea, you know, because I like the flavor. I don't want to taste. You don't drink coffee? You
0: know.
1: I'm not a coffee person. I oh, was never a fan of that. Bless
0: you, dude. Dude, that is my biggest thing.
1: Well, I, is... I want to hear a good contradiction. I love
0: espresso. Well, because you're because are you? Did you say you were part Italian? No, you're you're Jewish, yeah. right? Are you part of Italian? Yep. Okay. Well, that's it. I mean, when you were a kid, everybody had the espresso with the cheesecake, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the little lemon peel in it, right? Forget about exactly. it. Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. Forget about it. So, um, yeah. When,
1: like, I, when I last saw you at the Cove, I, I had a double espresso that night.
0: Like, <laughs> and, that, and, you know, that's the thing, Dave, is my mom was from King Street in Greenwich Village. Her, her maiden name was Borza Kello, dude. You know, I came close to being called Anthony Borzakello forgot about it. Nice. <laughs> but dude, she was a great cook and we had dessert every night.
1: Exactly. I, I did too as a kid.
0: We had dessert every night and it was a special dessert. It was ice cream on top of pound cake with with oh. soft, with it was coconut custard pie. It was Entenmann's when Entenmann's was even better. Metropolitan cake. You know, Still know, Dora? It was good. Yeah, it was everything, man.
1: I just had, a couple weeks ago, I was out of the restaurant. And I had some Spumoni for the first time in a long time. Oh, one of my favorites.
0: If you get real Spumoni, yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, uh, it wasn't real Spumoni, but it was close enough.
0: Okay, There's uh,
1: some miniguns in Jersey, so, you know.
0: Yeah, man, you go over to to, to Italy and they have the... They have the what do they call it over there? The there's Mamoni, but then the, they have it like everywhere. They have yeah. ice, they have ice cream everywhere, man. Like you go to and
1: gelato, a, I think you
0: gelato. That's that. it, gelato. They have gelato. <laughs> they have gelato everywhere. You like that shit is like you go to a bar and they have gelato too. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> and Dave, one of the things that's really bad for us, people that love food. Is we live in a place where there is so much good food? I yes. mean, the pizza that we can get, Dave, is outrageous. And you're it's even, amazing. You're even closer to the shore, so you could probably get some awesome cheesesteaks where you are, right?
1: Sort of. I'm okay. not the biggest cheesesteak person, but whoa, those, Dave. Hear, me out, hear, me out, hear me out. Hear me out. Slow back,
0: some, you guy.
1: <laughs> I've had some good ones. I know where to get some good ones just saying i i don't associate that with the shore as much although when i'm at seaside i stop at midway once a year to make sure i get a, you know a cheesesteak from midway steakhouse so just throwing well, I'm it out there i saying it's
0: the right direction You're south it's going yeah. south jersey and then you know i'm not
1: that far south is what i was getting at i know
0: i know but you know whatever it's it's all good it's all good but uh, i'm dude i'm a philly guy i you know i used to go to philly all the time i'm a tony lukes guy so i like tony it. lukes yeah i'm a, i am am ai am a I'm a I'm a don't chop my steak up guy, but you can chop it. It's fine, but I'd rather not. I'll just take the whole steak on a bun, baby. Yeah. So. Hey,
1: listen. When I go to Philly, and if I'm, I'm trying to get some eat, I told you this last time when you mentioned that to me. I'm more of a Nick's old roast beef, original Nick's wow. over on uh, 19th. Yeah, uh, yeah. I go that. I go that way. Oh yeah,
0: that's good too. It, yeah, dude. I mean, there's so many good best, ones.
1: the Best roast beef sandwich I, you'll, you'll ever have.
0: I love a nice... And their
1: roast pork is pretty good, too.
0: I love a nice... A lot of those places make their roast beef every day, fresh in the morning.
1: Well, Original Nix does do this, and I'm not trying to give a plug, but uh, I'm one of those people that, you know, when when you find out about a place like that and you find out they've been there since 38 and the same family recipe where they're soaking the sides of beef on a nightly basis for the, for the next day and the weekend's like three or four, yeah, you, you realize, wow, this is the same recipe and it's amazing every time you go there. And you're like, yeah, this is why you come because it's good and it's consistent and you know what you're getting every time.
0: Do you know what was pretty good? I have to say, I had Jersey Mike's roast beef and it was pretty fucking good.
1: My, I was going to get that yesterday for my son. It was, as we, it they was roast kinda that late.
0: every They roast that every morning too, they said.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know it was, where I we had went it to go first by day? there, and
1: the lights were on, and I was like, "Oh, good." I'm like, "I guess we can get you your cheesesteak today." He goes, "All right, good." And we pulled in, and as we pulled in, they were shutting off the lights. I'm like, "Guess we're not getting that today. What else are we going to get
0: now?" Uh, <laughs> you know where I had it the first time? Well, the we're only at. time when I was in LA a couple months ago. <laughs> nice.
1: You didn't do In-N-Out.
0: <laughs> I went to yeah, I did In-N-Out. Yeah, baby. Of course, I think it's I,
1: overrated, but it's good.
0: You know what it is? It's cheap. It's
1: it's good for what you get.
0: It's really good for a cheap burger. It's probably the best cheap burger you can get. But I think um, I think uh, Five Guys the quality is a little bit better. But it's more expensive.
1: Yeah, I like I like it is more expensive. But what you're getting is worth it.
0: Well, Five Guys is a little on the greasy side too. I mean, it's good though. True. It's it's good. It's good. Okay, so although,
1: although West Coast, uh, I'm a Carl's Jr.'s guy. Carl no, Junior. They've, but they finally got Junior's it out this a, way
0: now. Got a pretty good burger. What's the deal with that? They're like them, and what's the other name that they have, Carlos Jr., and what? Um, Hardee's. Hardee's. So what's the difference? With-
1: Hardee's? Not as good. Hardly enough, usually when you have those chains, and you're know, like, well, this is our southern command, it yeah, doesn't usually, you know, usually it works out about the same, that their kind of, you know, burger quality is about the same, but the, the menu items are so different. I'm like, really, I was not expecting that.
0: Aren't, no, aren't they? The, why do they advertise the same if their menus? I don't understand. Although just have one burger that's the same at both places.
1: You can get there. You can come in for their burgers. Oh, you gotta remember if you watch the commercials, come in for the burgers. And if Carl's Jr. has a special, like that, and go to Hardee's too. You know, it's just cheap advertising. All you have to do is throw in the name of the other one if you're not in the area. Because
0: up in Middle they got a Hardee's, and it was okay. They had like the shoestring fries. But I right. mean, it was it was. You know what really went to shit is Fuddruckers.
1: Are they still around?
0: They were fucking good for a while, but they put one up in Middletown and they were like, I walked in, there was this Irish guy like, it's the best fucking burger you'll ever have. And I was like, dude.
1: Yeah, not even close.
0: My name's Anthony, buddy. (laughs) Are you out of your fucking mind? That's a pretty serious statement, man. I would have to have probably two or three burgers somewhere to even consider that sort of a fucking title. <laughs> Let me put it this
1: way. You wouldn't be, if, when I make burgers, you'd probably only be able to eat one.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I make a very hearty burger.
0: So, okay, so what do you use? What, what what percentage of fat do you use in your chuck?
1: 8510. I'm not an animal.
0: 8510, you're missing 5%. 8515,
1: sorry, I'm <laughs> a bad math guy.
0: 8510. 8510, hey, shut up, don't worry about
1: 85, it. 8510, <laughs> the other five get skimmed off the top for the other guy.
0: Eighty five ten, I think is good, but <laughs> but the eighty twenty is so tasty, dude. Oh my!
1: It, it's it, it's too, it, it's too greasy for me. You go to eighty five. If you if you start getting a good consistent eighty five, it's it's really good. You you have enough fat rendering off of there, so that way it's okay. a juicy burger. You, you
0: just for the eighty five, you got to get a better quality meat.
1: I get a good yeah. quality meat. I my Shoprite's pretty good with their eighty five
0: percent. So somebody told me that Shoprite did something, and they used to be better than they are now. That, um, they changed the, the, cause I don't know, I, I was, everything changes, who knows, but somebody I know said they used to have a meat guy from ShopRite and they changed over something and now he can't get the meat like he used to or something, I don't know, who the hell knows?
1: No um, idea, it might be a local thing
0: though But Dave, you know what I need to have one of your burgers? What's that? I need to be invited to have one of your burgers. (laughs) Uh, I
1: I put out a mass invite the last time. I will specifically invite you next time.
0: (laughs) You know, because I can't just show up at your house and be like, Hey, little Hodge, is your dad home? <laughs> I'm here for my burger.
1: <laughs> right. Well, you know, we'll have to make some plans then.
0: Oh, absolutely. I
1: figure in a month or two when I could, you know, feel comfortable outside grilling again.
0: Dude, I'm on my way over right now. Dave, are you fucking crazy? <laughs>
1: all right. By the time you get here, I should have the the chop meat ready.
0: Oh my god. Okay. All right. So so we'll wrap, we'll wrap it up soon. So let me let me ask you, are you a cooking man? You you cook.
1: I cook. Yeah, yeah, I made a roast. I started last night okay. in a slow cooker.
0: All right, so Dave Hodge, right now. All right. Two of your, well, give me one of your meals right now. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to judge food. I need one of Dave Hodge's special meals. Ooh. What's something that would knock me out? Something that would just be like, whoa.
1: My burgers are amazing. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. All right. So, so what are some? You, it's just a regular cheeseburger with American cheese.
1: I do American cheese, yeah, but it's a very hearty. I make my burgers quite hearty.
0: Okay, all right, and, and what kind of bun?
1: Uh, I I usually get the, uh, the the sesame seed one.
0: Oh yeah, we got you got to have the sesame seed bun, and this yeah. is a big secret, Dave. The big boys didn't want us to know about this for a long time. That a big part of your burger is the bun. True. You know, like well, your burger, but not for me. your Mine burger, is the seasoning. Your burger probably not, but a lot of these these places, the bun is big.
1: Yeah, my 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 bun is regular, and the seasoning is what'll knock you on your. But, ass but I mean, I like nice. when I
0: say big, I'm not saying like like big is in size, but it's just it's just um, like McDonald's. They have really good buns.
1: Yeah, they have good buns, and it, it helps with the uh, the grease.
0: Yeah, the buns. Real? you take the buns off of that, you put McDonald's on, on white bread, and it's garbage. Yeah. You could probably put one of your burgers on white bread, it would taste great. Oh, uh, it, it would look like a D. Eddie Murphy, you know, pink dough burger. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's all right. So, all right, so what else? What's another one? Do you have another one or no?
1: I make my shrimp scampi is amazing.
0: Whoa, oh, Dave. My name's Anthony here, man, okay? I know.
1: That's why I figured I'd throw that one at you. I'm
0: going to ask you a very serious question now, David. I'm not going to... I usually
1: wish this year. It's a secret.
0: I'm not going to necessarily judge you. But maybe. There's a chance I could. There's a chance I will. Because I'm heartless sometimes when it comes to food.
1: Yeah, I make good meatballs. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) With the shrimp scampi, what are we putting it over?
1: Usually either linguine or angel hair, depending on what I have left.
0: Okay, good. I'm not Good an time, animal. Dave. You did it, Dave. You did it, buddy. You did. I thought you were gonna say rice. I thought we had problems. Oh Dave. God! <laughs> I thought we. I thought you were gonna. You were gonna try to dine her out on me. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I thought,
0: you, I thought you were gonna try to use some success rice on me, Dave. You can't cook no, 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 all no. that. You can't put all that. Okay, so, what kind of shrimp? Jumbo? What do you Ob- mean? Obviously, nice big jumbo shrimp.
1: Uh, no, I don't always do the jumbo. I don't, I, you can't use the tiny ones. I'm not like red lobster trying to rip you off. Uh, <laughs> you know, you get some nice, you know, medium size. Because I, I, you, you okay. got to make sure it's hardy, it soaks it up, and you're not just biting into like a giant thing. And, and the, you, get the jumbo, raw, right? jumbo, you get them raw, right? Jumbo is better with cocktail. You get
0: them raw and you clean them out, right? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm, you know, I'm just checking. There's no, there's no dumb questions anymore, Dave. No, not at all. <laughs> People are out of their fucking mind. Yeah, I get cocktail shrimp and just fry them up for a minute, throw them in shrimp scampi. People probably do that, Dave. Just so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Although, I, The one thing I did close to that, because uh, you know my son's kind of a picky eater, so I, I went and I, I got uh, the taco shrimp seasoning. Wow. Did yeah, did that up in the air fryer for him. Oh, that was fucking nice.
0: No, that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So tell me about the air fryer now. Tell Anthony Quinn about the air fryer. Why should I get one?
1: Why should you get one? It depends on what kind of food you like. And you like me, so there's a lot of stuff you like. So Uh, does
0: it really make frying better?
1: uh, It makes it healthier.
0: Healthier, yeah. And does it taste like fried food or does it taste like bacon? it does. Okay.
1: Put my tater tots in there. Put you know French fries. You know when you buy the frozen. Right, don't stuff don't say tater
0: eat. don't say tater tots on my podcast. I can't have you saying that, Dave. Why not? <laughs> you use too much sexual content in your act. That's fair. <laughs> I, if I hear you say tater tots, I never know what's coming next.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not talking about midgets, so we're good.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's but so you make the tater tots and like they're crispy, like they bounce.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're not saggy. Yeah.
1: Nope. I, I put
0: pierogies in there. I, I do a Whoa! Yeah. pierogies. All right, Dave. There's another serious question here. What Best. kind of pierogies? Tell me. Tell Anthony Quinn. Be serious. Be honest with me.
1: I either get the stuff from the Polish deli up the street, or I get you know some of the frozen ones. some Mrs. T's
0: "What kind? What? Kind? Oh, Mrs. T. Yeah, Mrs. T. So what do you get? What kind do you get?
1: I either get the uh potato and cheese, the sometimes I get the sauerkraut, not too often sauerkraut and cheese. Okay. Sometimes I get the cheddar.
0: I usually and potato. Yeah, that I mean that's it, dude. The cheddar and potato is the way to go, Dave. Yeah. I'm, I was worried about you, Dave.
1: Sometimes sometimes I splurge and I get the four cheese if they if uh, Yeah, the, the four the, cheese is okay. It.
0: The four cheese is fine. I can yeah. understand the four cheese. I can identify with the four cheese, Dave.
1: I identify <laughs> as four cheese sometimes too.
0: So, this is, I'm going to give you a tip now. This is my pronoun
1: is six pack. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm going to give you a tip. Have you ever tried the mini pierogies? Whoa. Boom. Whoa, never
1: heard of them. Go. Whoa. Tell me more.
0: Whoa, Dave. I just helped you, buddy.
1: Tell me, where do I get them?
0: I just helped your passage. I can't do everything for you, pal. I
1: never heard of them. That's why I'm asking.
0: <laughs> ShopRite has them. All right, I'll have to check them out now. Open your eyes, dude. Hope they're everywhere. (laughs) No, you know what I like about them, dude, is like sometimes a pierogi, like you can't eat it in one shot. You know, you got to cut it and then hope that the stuff stays in for the second bite. But this, you can just pop them. Nice. You know, you can just pop them or even bite them in your hand and then bite the other half. But they're awesome, dude. Okay. Spread a little
1: ridge and pop it right out. Oh, my God, you're making me hungry again. So, so tell me ate.
0: tell me how you prepare your pierogies, Dave. This is very important now. Don't play with me. Don't play with Anthony Quinn. Are they just boiled or do you get sassy and fry them too? Oh, you got to do both. Whoa, Dave, you're a wild man. You are a wild man. But see...
1: Unless I'm, like I said, unless I'm feeling lazy and just toss them in the air fryer. But... If I'm doing a proper dinner, you got to make sure you boil them for a little bit, and then get the extra butter. You know, you can't use any grease or oil. You got to use butter when you're doing it when you're frying up the pierogies. Oh,
0: butter. Gotta, yes yeah. butter gotta use butter
1: and a, little, and a little garlic powder onion powder
0: yes dude, I myself. we're right there buddy we are we are blood brothers pierogi brood, blood brothers <laughs> um but you know what dude i'm jealous what i have to do is just put them in the, i put them in water and microwave them for like three minutes and they, it works fine i don't
1: know it works it works good too but if like i said if i'm trying to make a nice dinner
0: I don't. And I'm, going I'm all saying out. I don't oh. have a fancy air fryer. What? What? All, how big is your air fryer?
1: Uh, I have no idea the size. So I'm sorry.
0: I'm saying, is it pretty big?
1: It's it's not. It's it's a decent size air fryer. Is it fryer. like a coffee maker? It's it's uh, bigger than a coffee maker.
0: Okay. All right. Is it like a deep fryer, like the ones with the baskets? Is it like that size?
1: Uh, no, it's not like a giant one. No, no, no not no,
0: the no. giant one, but like the ones for home, like the ones for home.
1: Yeah. No. The, uh. Okay. Oh, I'll have to send you a picture. I apologize. I'm terrible <laughs> with
0: that. Next time, you have to know the dimensions of all yeah. your. I want, I'm going to ask you next time about all the the stuff in your kitchen, Dave. I want to know how big your fridge is, every inch.
1: You um, want to know every inch of my stuff? You got it. <laughs> you know, I'll give you every inch, Anthony.
0: So, <laughs> so what I was going to ask you, what I was going to ask you is because you said that you lowered your sweets, you lowered your sugar. Yes. Um, when you were lowering your sugar, um, <clears throat> did it take you like a couple days to get over the hump and get adjusted to that?
1: Uh, <laughs> sort of, but not in a bad way. Uh, so to get, to get to it, uh, I had two scares kind of one. I gained a lot of weight a few years <laughs> back Okay. and I was like, you know, I was like, all right, I got to do something about that. But, you know, I I adjusted how I ate, but I still, you know, I love my snacks, so I couldn't get over them. Then about two and a half years ago, three years ago, uh, I was in an accident with Paul in Hollywood.
0: Oh, shit. On our way to
1: a Halloween party. Oh, my God. And right before we we met at my house to go to this party in Long Island, and before we left, you know, I had had a double... Double uh quarter pound of meal, plus I had some chocolate that I had at home. You know, for my son, he was just sitting around, he wasn't gonna do anything, and you know, you, you start snacking, and we got in an accident like ten minutes later. So my blood sugar was like super high, between the stress and everything. I just ate that was you know probably not good for you, oh. and so I, I had like a major scare. And like I said earlier, diabetes coming on both sides of my family. I freaked the fuck out.
0: Is that the John? Did Johnny get hurt in that accident? Yes. Yeah, cause he's—I know he's got—he's got a back issue from it, right?
1: He's got a back issue from it. Uh, Paul, not—he was a little bit hurt. I'm not sure of the severity at this point, but you know, I know he's been going to therapy for a couple of years now. I was the only one, you know, that was okay, and I was the one that was not wearing a seatbelt.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay, well, we'll hope that those guys feel better. Yes. But, um, I mean, these things But like happen. I said, so,
1: like, I had that scare, so, like, I, I tried the immediate, like, you know, I gotta avoid, I gotta avoid, I gotta avoid. Let me try this instead, you know. You ever see that, they have the book, that Eat This, Not That.
0: I haven't seen that one, but I, I, I do the Eat to Live. It's more of, like, a nutritarian diet without meat. Yeah,
1: no, I, I know that one. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. from Elijah Muhammad. What? Oh, you're talking about the other one.
0: No, it was. Uh, I was doc- talking about
1: the one from Elijah Muhammad that uh, you know all us good Muslims go by.
0: <laughs> no, this is Doctor Joel. Doctor Joel Furman. Okay. Eat to live. Mostly a uh, vegan stuff, um, and dude, when I eat that stuff, it's great. But it's just, I'm. You know, I don't know, Dave. I, dude, I live so close to Wendy's right now.
1: <laughs> I don't. But my son asks me to go all the time, so I, I do the old. Hey, just let me get a couple. I order extra so I could have a little bit of his.
0: Dude, I mean, to two for five right now is killing me because I. Spicy I'm, nugs. I know, I know. I just can't go. Baconators
1: for it. are amazing. Every now and then, I have to indulge with a baconator because I can't help myself.
0: Two for five dollars though, I can get a Dave's single and a chicken sandwich, a full size one for five bucks. You know, and that's been that's been going on for months now, and it's it's there right now, Dave. A two minute drive, a minute and thirty second drive, and I'm at Wendy's.
1: Uh, for me, it's like a five minute drive.
0: Yeah. So it's like you know. But
1: you know it's closer. McDonald's and the Shamrock Shakes that are back.
0: Oh yeah, McDonald's too. McDo- McDonald's is expensive these days.
1: Yeah, they all are. Wendy's is expensive too, for the most part.
0: That's what I'm saying. I just go for the two for five, dude. Two for it's like five twenty-four for two big sandwiches, and I mean just talking with you right now.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Well, what did you eat today?
0: Um, you know, I had uh, uh the beans. I did have the beans. But yesterday, nice. I had a bad food day. Yesterday, I was at my ex, uh, my, my ex, my girls. I, I I ate a bunch of, um, I ate some, some cold cuts. And then I had, after I left there, I came. I had a big cheesesteak and a slice of pizza. And nice. And then I had more sugar. And it was just, it was just a mess. But today, I didn't eat my beans. Today, my beans. And then I just had some stuff over her house. But terrible stuff like that. That like Salisbury steak, meatloaf stuff, that they that frozen stuff, terrible.
1: All right, yeah, that's terrible.
0: Horrible. Um, some sausage meatball stuff, some like uh, uh another kind of a brat or something, and you know, I mean, nothing healthy. And now I did have the beans, so I had the beans. And now I mean, in my mind, I only had two meals. I I have to get another meal, Dave. But I'm really I not hungry. Think- yeah, you know, but you have it in your head. So so I want to bring it back to what we were talking about in the beginning. All right is when I uh, when I'm on sugar and I'm I'm doing or I'm I'm eating inappropriately, it hurts it helps it does not help me at all process this emotional distress that I'm in. No,
1: it's not good.
0: you know? And it's like, you know it's 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 a real problem, dude, because then the next day I wake up and I'm I'm guilty, and then I want to eat more. You know, it's just, it's crazy, dude. I eat for a hobby. I eat for medication. I eat for all these different reasons. But the only reason why I really should be eating is to live. That's it. That's true. You know, so I don't know. Anyway. Can I
1: throw one more extra uh, side dish in for you? <laughs> Another, no, a healthy one. A healthy one.
0: What, what do you got? What do you got?
1: I I am a big fan, and you go to, being you go to Shoprite as well, in their frozen section. And make sure you get it when it's on sale. Their rice cauliflower meals. There's a whole bunch of the healthy choice ones that are in there. Oh yeah, they're good. I usually they're good. get them between when they're between like two fifty and two ninety nine. Once they go over three bucks, I don't get them. So. <laughs>
0: I don't oh, like you know, to buy. I don't really to be- like to buy anything that's over three dollars at a supermarket. If it's exactly. over, if it's over three dollars, it's probably going in my pocket. <laughs>
1: but, but but they have the uh, the Mediterranean rice cauliflower, and it has like feta and all this stuff in there, and it's healthy and it's low calorie and it's filling. It's supposed to be four servings, but I usually have it over to myself. So if you're going to overindulge, at least overindulge in the stuff that's good for you.
0: Well, and that's and that's it, Dave. If it's not here, then I'm not going to eat it. And usually. To like get back on the nutritarian diet, it takes me like three to five days. But these days, I've done it. So Dave, I've lost 50 to 80 pounds like four or five times at least.
1: And that's why you're looking sexy.
0: Maybe six times. No, but I'm saying now I need to lose like 50 or 60. I need to, I'm saying before I've done this several times. And then I get back up to where I am now, you know. And I'm not getting any younger. And I'm just, I've done it so many times that I just, I don't want to grind it out anymore. You know, I can't get to that three or five days, Dave.
1: Well, that's why you got to stock up on the other stuff. So that way it's a lot easier to say, well, I guess I'm having this right now.
0: It'll go bad. You know, I'm, I'm a sick man. <laughs> I'm a, like, I am like only shop one day at a time because, you know, and you're doing this stand-up comedy. Oh, I had a good set. Oh, I had a bad set.
1: You, you know, know I, I get you.
0: I eat for both. I eat if I get laid, I eat if I get paid, I eat if it's snowing, if it's sunny, if it's Christmas, (laughs) you know? So that's, I just have to try to keep that in mind and try to, you know, make healthier decisions so I can, so I can have better comedy, Dave. I mean, you love my comedy already, Dave. Can you imagine how how good it could be if I eat healthy? (laughs) Imagine if
1: you were healthier and more energetic. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's what I need. More energy, right?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Well, actually, it actually would be a help because if you did have more of that energy, your metabolism would be going higher. You'd be going and processing a lot easier. So that's actually the key. So you need to have the healthier stuff, stock up on that, get your energy going, be more energetic, and just freaking fight this. I got you on this.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, you know, that's what it is, man. It's just, you know, we all just like with anything you're trying to do, right? Like with your comedy, with your with, if you want to quit smoking cigarettes, if you want to not drink anymore, it really has to be, you have to get to a point where you're just done. Yeah, You're just done, and, and I've been done so many times, Dave, I just don't know if I have it in me to be done again.
1: I you, think you do. Okay. I'm sure you do. Okay. You know why? You got a baby!
0: Well, I mean, you know... The baby's, the baby's doing great. He, dude, that kid is, He want to talk about a performer? That kid is, he is a savage, dude. He is just too much. He runs around and laughs and he'll cry at the drop of a hat and then start laughing. Oh my God. He knows so he how to, he knows,
1: he knows the toy of your emotions
0: already. Dude, Good for he them. knows, he doesn't care. He wants to touch things. He wants his mommy. Forget about it. He is he is not, you know, dealing with anything that he doesn't want to. He's such a beautiful baby. And I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. So, but it has to be for me first.
1: You got it. Like, hey, like every other 12-step program you've been in, you have to want to.
0: It has to be for me first because if it's for me, then I can do it for him. Exactly. You know, then I can do it for him. But you got to remember, both of you. Well, he's a good second. He can be a good second. I know everybody can be a good second, but if you know, a lot of people sacrifice a lot of stuff for their kids, Dave. But then what happens is their kids move out and go away, and then they don't have anything left. You know, like you have to
1: sacrificing too much.
0: You have to have something left for you, and believe me, your kids want you to. They just don't know it, but they do want you to. So. You know, I just I don't I you know I just have to learn to let go too. Just let go and have faith. You know, if my son, my fourteen year old, seems like he's not doing that great today, just try to be there for him, and he'll be doing better tomorrow. Exactly. You know, I can't. Anytime I try to impose my will on something, Dave, um, except my comedy. <laughs> but even my comedy, right? You try to start. Tweaking your your act too much and expecting what the audience is gonna do and you know it's you can never expect that we don't have control, Dave. We are no. not, we're in control of very little, my friend. We're in control of very little, and the one thing I am in control of is we're gonna wrap this up. All right. <laughs> um. But dude, thanks a lot for for hanging out, man.
1: Anytime. I'm glad I'm finally invited.
0: Whoa. Oh. Say hey. all right. Hey, well, you know, you having burger parties, not inviting me, and... <laughs> <laughs> now I invited you to my it, it, podcast. It
1: was for some backyard mics I had over the summer.
0: Maybe, you know, maybe I'll be invited to some of the burger parties now. You know. Here maybe? we go. <laughs> all right, Dave, you're the man, dude. We all love you. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Love you too, man. Be good, and you know I got you.
0: <laughs> all right, Dave. Thanks a lot, brother. Take care. Later, man. Be good. Bye. Dave Hodge, everybody. Um... He's uh, one of the good guys in comedy. A lot of people like him. He's pretty much loved by everybody because he is a good guy. Um, and, you know, everybody's a good guy, man. I mean, you know, life's too short. We all just have to try to be the best we can. And I, I'm, I'm going to try, man. I'm going to try to kick it up to another gear, and I'm not going to go get fast food tonight. I'll let, you, I'll let everybody know how it went. Cheers. My name's Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict.